Do you know how long you gotta wash your hands for? Twenty seconds. Do you know how long you gotta wash your hands for? Twenty seconds. We're ten seconds in and I'm starting to grin. Rub a dub scrub, just look at those suds. Who knew this could be such fun? It's more fun when the song is sung. And just like that, we're done. That has got to be the most exciting intro to the Voice of Healthcare podcast we have ever had. Hi, and welcome to episode 29 of the Voice of Healthcare podcast. You just heard Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats, their song, Do You Know How Long, from the award-winning Alexa Skill Hand Wash Jukebox. The skill has been featured at the Cannes Lions Festival of Creativity, Rolling Stone, and also featured by Amazon themselves as an up-and-coming skill to download and utilize. If you haven't already, get out there and enable this skill. You're not going to be disappointed. It features artists including Lisa Loeb, Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats, Zoe Lilly, Kent Lucas, the Mammals, Marsha and the Positrons, Alphabet Rockers, Clark Chimp, Dog on Fleas, Snowflakes, John Sampson, The Slackers, Secret Agent 23 Skidoo, John S. Hall, and many, many more. You've got to check this out. It's a ton of fun. Don't miss this one. I am your host, Matt Sabolski. Welcome to episode 29. First, a quick bit about the Voice of Healthcare podcast. I've been fortunate to be on this show with my co-host Bradley Metrox since 2016. Adding Dr. Reed McClellan in May of last year, we examined the intersection of healthcare, industry, voice-first tech, AI, and a growing number of any groundbreaking innovations, including innovative Alexa skills like you're going to learn about today. We've been fortunate to invite all kinds of collaborators to have conversations with us from physicians, caregivers, scientists, technologists, executives, venture capital firms, all devoting their efforts and time to putting back the care into healthcare. Ultimately, our show focuses on leaders across multiple industries focused on a central preoccupation, taking care of the patient first cultivating a community of people to converge and connect, benefiting a growing need to take care of more people in creative and innovative ways, we invite you to continue to join us to connect and delight in this growing world of voice-first, AI, and all digital transformations occurring in healthcare and being accelerated by things like COVID-19 and the current pandemic. And now, episode 29 of the Voice of Healthcare podcast... Featuring the Hand Wash Jukebox. Uh, it's good to have you with us. We have a show that I've been really jonesing for. I somehow got lucky and was reading online about really creative folks in the space of COVID uh, and came across a group of people that had created a skill called the Hand Wash Jukebox. And I thought to myself, what is this? And it was artists, it was creatives, it was musicians singing in a simple way in order for us to handle a hygienic need during the time of pandemic, which is hand washing, something that, believe it or not, a lot of people don't do very well at all. So I've got three special guests today, Lane Harris, Daniel Bremer, and Lucy Kalantari. They're going to talk to us about how they got this started, why they started it, and where it's headed from here. So let me open it up to some questions here. 
Um, I'll start with Lane and Daniel. Tell us about how this got going, where you decided to build it, and how did you end up incorporating musicians into this tool set that we could argue as a public health benefit more than a musical entertainment sort of enrichment benefit? Well, this, this actually started as a shower thought. Um, I had recently seen a video that, that demonstrated how detergent molecules physically break up the virus behind COVID-19. And it made it really visceral seeing it, uh, seeing it like that. It made me understand the whole 20 second uh, recommendation from the CDC. Cause I was like, okay, you know, we all know we're supposed to wash our hands. None of us are washing our hands as long as we probably should, but, oh, this is probably like a speed limit where it's exaggerated and, and there's some, some give room. But when I watched this, I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is, I, I see how this is important. And, and as I'm, you know, taking a shower and thinking about it, I'm like, it's really hard to make people sit there and do something boring for 20 seconds when they've got like 12 other things in their mind. And, you know, especially during this time. Um, and what can we do about that? And I had heard about, um, of course, I'd heard the alphabet song thing. Um, I'd heard about people talking about like their favorite, taking their choruses to their favorite pop songs. And um, I was thinking, what would be something that would be e a little bit easier to do consistently? Um, and I thought, well, we have all these, these smart speakers in our homes, and a lot of us have them in our bathrooms. Maybe there's something we can do there. Um, and that's why I started to think of Lane. Um, the, the first thought I had in my mind before I reached out to Lane was like, maybe this will be like an internet variety show. It's a, it'll have different, you know, different things every time you open it, like a magic box. And it'll be like, oh, it'll be a joke one day and a weird fact or a story or a song. Um, and so, yeah, I gave, I gave Lane a call, um, I think pretty much straight out of the shower <laughs> to see if he was interested. Um, and we, we immediately started batting around ideas. Um, and uh, he, he felt pretty strongly that it should be one thing and, and be consistent to just provide the user with, with uh, uh, only one thing to, to, to expect. And we very quickly decided that it should be music. Um, and he knew Lucy and uh, I'll let him go into his side of it, but I think it was about a day and a half that we had a demo. That's great, thanks Daniel. Lane, um, you know, following Daniel, I've heard Elon Musk say, uh, music is limbic resonance. Why music, wow. why COVID, and why hand-washing, Lane? Well, I think I tried the birthday song a few times and immediately realized that was not gonna work out for me too well. Um, but I'm not a musician, and uh, I don't think Daniel really is either, I, although I think we both would like to be. I don't think we've actually you know, ever, ever taken that on. So we had this, you know, sort of nugget of an idea, and I, I had done a lot of uh, voice applications in, 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 my, in my past. I, I worked on a lot of, like, advertising-based skills. Like, I did one for Westworld that was very successful. Uh, I did a few others, like National Geographic and uh, Pernod Ricard, like, just, just various ones. So I kind of knew that the, you know, I, I sort of knew best practices and I knew how to develop them and I, and I knew the ins and outs of voice. I knew that side of things. But when I came to music, that's, uh, you know, other than just loving it, I, I really had, you know, we had to look for somewhere. And I, you know, when I was thinking about this skill, you know, I, I think about it, I thought about it from a couple of different angles. One, I, I love the fact that it's on Alexa because it's, Alexa is already a hands-free device. A lot of people have them in their kitchens, in their, you know, open areas. So it did seem like very practical from like a, you know, a hand-washing standpoint to just be able to, without touching anything, initiate, you know, that, that experience and actually be able to do it in real time while you're washing your hands. I thought that was absolutely perfect for that. 
but you know the, the the use case in my mind was probably like kids you know ki kids are i think are a they're they're you know they're curious and they're interested in things and they and i feel like they would actually try this and then once uh, a parent was involved and they see the benefit of it they would also encourage this so i felt like if we kind of started with kids and you know and kind of worked our way out i think we would you know we were actually kind of onto something and Fortunately, I knew, uh, you know, the Grammy-winning musician, uh, <laughs> Lucy, uh, you know, Kalatari, who won the Grammy for, for the best children album, uh, I think 2019. So uh, that was very close to, you know, top of mind as we were having this conversation. I was like, well, I'll give her a call. You know, I wasn't expecting anything, honestly. I was like, I figured she'd maybe like kick me over to somebody she knew or something. And I'll let her tell her part of the story. She's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Lucy, tell us tell us about the advent of this and how you got involved. Uh, we're really curious about it. So I think it's it's really great. I love that Lane's um, mind went straight to families and kids because kids are really dirty. They're really really dirty. They're a petri dish of just germs. Um, and um, so there, that's a really great start. And so when I got this, um, this first message from Lane, I got really excited and I'm like, wait a minute, I bet, you know, I don't have something right this instant, but I bet if I reach out to a couple of friends, <laughs> um, you know, everybody can, you know, send me, send me something. And uh, so I reached out to what we call the kindy community, that's kids independent artists and uh and literally what was that lane like 15 minutes or something we started getting it was so fast it yeah. was very fast yeah and and um you know and in a time where where you start seeing you know a, it was a, a kind of a gradual falling apart of the world around us just like all right i can do that you know i think that it gave the opportunity not just to us as as artists but reaching out to other kindy artists they're just like yes i can do it i will be part of it and and so it was a really nice way to have everyone uh contribute uh to something really beneficial while while things are really feeling kind of crazy outside this sort of uh warm encouragement and positivity must sort of emanate a lot in that world lucy is that true is that kind of the attitude most of the time since you're gearing a lot of your work towards children and that hope and optimism of being a child? See, so it's, it's a funny thing. The, the work that I, that I like to focus on um, is that, is a lot of joy, uh, a lot of love, a lot of community. Um, also though, a lot of resilience. It's, uh, it's the breaking down of things. It's all the emotions that come with just growing up and having to go through that emotion, going through that sadness, feeling like, you know, low, but then you come out of that. So, um, so in the same way, a lot of different artists and, and kids musicians think about how we handle and how we, how we juggle those emotions. So, um, so while there is a lot of warmth, we're also like looking at straight on being like, yeah, no, this is, this is serious and this is quite scary. Um, and that's okay to acknowledge that. And so here's what we're gonna do. 
you know, and, th and that was, that was a really good feeling to get both. It's not just like, oh, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> it's just like, here's our part. And this is the part that we get to play in this, in this big pandemic. Well, I think that uh, speaks very uh, importantly to the idea that a lot of us sort of feel like children, right? This sense of uncertainty and you're sort of looking out for um, a lodestar to follow, i.e. maybe a parent or an authority figure to say, I'm going to be okay, you know, like sit with me a little bit. Let's emotionally integrate so I can be soothed. Mm -hmm. um, I think music offers that not only for children, but also for adults, even not in the pandemic. So it makes sense to me that you guys have put this all together. Now, I talked to, before the show, Daniel and Lane through some correspondence about a personal sort of connection to COVID, a friend or a family member, I suppose, that was diagnosed with COVID, and that might have motivated a little bit of this um, project. Can you guys talk about that a little? Yeah, um, it's, I, I think everybody at this point, early on, it was, it was my, my brother uh, and his wife um, have both had COVID, and they're both on the other side of it now, um, and they're, they're both fine. Um, but when he got it, it was, it was early, it was an abnormality, and he's, uh, they're both very healthy and fit and, and don't smoke and, you know, don't have any underlying conditions. So, you know, we're very thankful that they, they were fortunate enough to be the ideal people to get it. Um, but it, when that happened, it was really new and it felt like a novelty, but I think by now, everybody knows somebody who's, who's had a, a, a negative situation. Um, uh, someone on our team's uh, uh, parent is, is dealing with it right now. Um, it is, it, it's scary. It, it's a scary time. And it's, it, it's changed, it's changed the way we look at experiences, I think. Um, I, I, I was in, uh, I helped a friend with her wedding um, over the weekend. She had a, a, she called it the cyber wedding. Um, but they had a wedding already scheduled. They had to cancel it. It's a huge life event. They've been looking forward to it for a long time. People had international travel booked to come to this wedding. Um, and they, they took it as like, what's the positive version of this? What do people need right now? And so they created a full digital event with music and, and all this stuff, but it was very positive and uplifting. Um, and I think when we, it, not so much with the children's artists, because I think that children's artists are already in a space of like working with children's minds and staying on the positive side of things. Um, but with when working with some of the artists that's, that record outside of the, the children's context, um, there's a lot of sensitive uh, sensitivities we have to think about. Um, we don't want to use anything triggering. Um, we've had to reject a lot of music or a lot of lyrics, early lyrics that, that mention that you're, why you're washing your hands and who you're trying to protect and, and the gravity of the situation that we felt was, would deter people from coming back because you, want this, you don't want this to be a heavy experience. You want to consider the, the pe people's emotional state and you want, you know, they might, they might, like I had, they might have a family member who has it. They might be worried about a family member that, that is high, at high risk. Um, and so we had to take all that into consideration in, in how we design the experience and how we do the graphics, keeping everything on the positive reinforcement side of it. This is a fun little break. This is a fun way of, of, of helping people be safe without going into why it's necessary. That might've been a run on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you I, what, a, a cyber wedding sounds uh, pretty fun, actually. You 
So a cyber wedding sounds like a really great time, actually. So you guys all get together. Uh, you realize there's a huge problem. There's a pandemic going around across the world. And unfortunately, uh, we found out very quickly, people don't really know how to wash their hands or how long to wash their hands. So you come up with this great application, Alexa Skill. How did you guys actually get this out to the public, though, so they knew to, to download it and start using it? You want to take that one, Daniel? Or do you want me to give it a shot? Sure, yeah. Um, why don't you give it a shot? I've been talking a lot. <laughs> uh, well, so there's kind of a standard development practice for, for building these. Uh, it, you know, it's built on Amazon, which is an open development platform, so you can uh, download their tools, you know, uh, create the skill, put it up, and then you go through like a review process with them, and then it ends up in their domain where they have uh, kind of like a store, that's the closest kind of analogy, kind of like the iTunes store where they have a bunch of the other applications, you know, for the Alexa device that you're, that you're sitting with. So that's kind of like the first step. It's just like a place where, where people can find it, identify it, uh, whatever. But then beyond that, obviously it's up to us to promote it. We have to, we have to get the word out and we're not, you know, we're doing this on our own dime. It's not like we have a sponsor or any sort of, uh, you know, sort of method to, you know, to, to pay for media or anything like that. So we just hit our, you know, our sort of standard channels like everyone else does where we blast it out to LinkedIn, blast it, blast it out to, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you know, any, anywhere that we can, you know, have some sort of voice where people could find it. And fortunately, you know, both Daniel and I are from, you know, the advertising world. And so that's a pretty responsive world as far as messaging. They sort of get they, they, they intrinsically understand how complicated it is to, to get the word out. So I felt like we were really fortunate that we had a lot of our friends, uh, you know, reshared it, you know, within their channels and, and we got some sort of organic spread that way. And because of that, we, you know, we've had some really decent numbers. We're, we're getting a lot of uses and, uh, you know, we're still trying to get, you know, more of the word out there. We want more people to use it, but, you know, for, for not putting any money behind it, you know, I think we're all really proud about, you know, how well it's doing. Wash your hands. Wash your hands all the way. Hey. Wash your hands. Hey. Wash your hands. We really tried to rely on our our, our personal networks. Um, I, I used to be involved in some underground music communities and the the late 90s. Um, so I have some friends that stayed in the music industry that we reached out to and that, that's how we got a lot of the non um, non children's artists in, but also uh, help with promotion. We have some friends that do PR that are willing to share this uh, with their networks. Um, uh, our design director, Kat Choi, built us some beautiful assets that we've been using sharing on our social platforms. We've built a media kit that we're sharing with all the artists that they can use to share uh, with their fans on their platforms and, and people can hopefully put these in their, especially in their parenting groups and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, my friend Luis Pena um, from Revival Film uh, just made us a, a commercial um, that he, act, he's, a, he's a commercial director now, um, but he actually did it in his house because all production is shut down. So he's got a little bit of time on his hands. And so he took his, his existing camera and his existing editing equipment and shot his daughter uh, coming down and, and starting to wash her hands. And then we shoot like, you know, different shots of the whole family in different bathrooms in the house. Um, and we used one of our artists, uh, Kent Lucas, at, 
Um, and then, yeah, we had uh, Frank, our sound engineer, cleaned it all up because it was just in camera, like audio that you would never normally use in a commercial. But, you know, everybody pitched in and it's, I, I think it's similar in the promotion as it is with the, the music. Like you feel like you're asking friends for a lot when you reach out to somebody um, during a time like this and you're like, hey, you know, I don't know if you, you know, some people are bored and they, they want something to do to take their mind off of it. Um, some people are trying to put food on the table. And if you're an artist right now, that's really hard. Um, but the amount of people who have wanted to help and wanted to, to, to just do something to help someone out there um, has really been uh, humbling. It's really, it, I, I personally feel a weight um, by by reaching out to these people and asking for the help, now I feel like I have to to honor that help and and make sure that this thing is is effective. That that's awesome. I mean, really paying it forward and uh, as kind of humanity, we are really all trying to come together. So I'm sure every single one of our listeners is going to go to their Alexa as soon as this podcast airs and 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 say, hey Alexa, play some handbox. Uh, some hand-washing jukebox, but Lucy, can you kind of explain to our listeners exactly what they're going to experience when they uh, ask Alexa to, to, to play something? Lávate las manos, uno, dos, tres. Lávate las manos otra vez. Lávate las manos, uno, dos, tres. Por 20 segundos. Well, besides getting some uh, some soap study sounds in my fabulous voice, uh, <laughs> telling you to soap up. Uh, <laughs> I love that. So, uh, you know, I love, I feel like uh, Daniel actually, we, we, when we were talking about doing this project, something he said really resonated with me. Um, he said, I, I wanted to feel like we don't feel time. Uh, while we're washing and I'm like, of course, that makes sense. That's wonderful. And, uh, and that's exactly, um, I think the experience that so far we've all been feeling. I know my son's been loving it. Um, some of the artists, uh, a, a lot of us, uh, the kids artists, we all have kids, so they've all been using it. And, um, and, and so that's the, that's what you'll, you'll find that time just is. And somehow you don't feel it come or go and you're just doing this thing and singing this tune and next thing you know you're kind of dancing and uh, my son and I I'm going to tell you my son and I have this little thing where we're just like uh, all right we're going to do this thing and it's not going to be any fun and he starts laughing because you know it is going to be fun and and that's that's it that's the experience we wanted to bring make something the mundane make it a fun experience we're going to do it 50,000 times in the day. <laughs> so make it count, right? Right. And you know, <laughs> I think you, you all have, are pointing to something that's really interesting. There's a swath of people that want to swoop in and say, with my talent set, how can I contribute? One, that's really kind of motivating as just a human being. Uh, secondly, it's motivating and warming as an American. These sort of beams of light, I think, give us all hope that you know, things will return to a new place, right? Not like it always was, but, you know, being a creative bunch, things like they always were isn't always optimal, right? Kind of rolling with the punches and creating with what's in front of you is really what the nature of human innovation is and human creativity. So the question I've got for you is, where do you go from here? So we've got a few artists on board. We sort of got a groundswell of support that Daniel and Lane and Lucy have created. Now what? How do you keep it going? 
I, I've, you know, I've reached out to the Rolling Stones and they, they're just not replying to my, to my emails and, and tweets and all these other ways I'm stalking them. But, you know, fingers crossed it could happen, you know. Well, fortunately, make sure that I Rolling Stones may be a listener. Who, who knows? So we'll see. <laughs> I hope so. I, per- I personally want Weird Al Yankovic. That would be the, the high point for me. <laughs> that would oh be great. Gosh. You know, we had, a, we had a guest on the show, believe it or not, who grew up with Bono. So maybe I'll just reach out to him and see if, if Bono would get in on it. He's got a recording studio in the yacht, right? I think so, probably, and some soap. <laughs> so you guys have some great wish lists for some additional uh, uh, artists, and that's wonderful. But you know, a lot of our life is revolving around timing. I mean, one I can think of is when I'm when I'm cooking. I I set a timer for certain things. Have you guys thought of expanding outside of the hand washing uh, market? Ooh. I can say that, that what Lane and I do for a living uh, outside of, of trying to help people as our, our fun aside is, is we help brands um, create experiences for people that, that, that they want to do. Um, and so we're, we usually respond to what's called a brief. And that's basically a brand that says, hey, this is a thing we want to launch or this is a service we want to talk about or this is a problem we have what can we do about that? And then we bang our heads against the table until we come up with like a handful of good ideas. So if you guys have good ideas uh, or, or problems that need solving, that need creative solving, that's, that's the kind of thing we'd love to do. This is just one example of the kind of things we'd love to do. I'm the one you look at when you look at yourself in the mirror. So wash your Well, the great thing about what Reed and I try to do, kind of our sermon, is getting people together to be sort of promoted about the good works that they're doing, the innovative works they're doing, and then connecting them to the community of people doing it. Remote care, being at home, isn't ideal as a social animal, but the way we are going to be getting healthcare, even public health goods, will be a little bit more remote, and we have the tools to do it. To be honest with you, maybe we're a little bit behind. So the question I've got for you outside of celebrating sort of your creativity, your expertise, um, and your craft. How do people get this? Where do they go to get it? Tell them where to go get it. I think the easiest place, yeah, you're going to say the same thing. Uh, If you go to handwashjukebox.com, that'll get you set up because there is is one step that you have to do before it does work on your Alexa, which is to enable it. Uh, Because we have children's content, uh, Amazon is they, you know, they, they're, they're pretty strict about what goes on their platform when, it, when it's for, for children uh, consumption, which is great. And we, we applaud that. So there is, you, as a parent, you go in and you just, it's a very easy thing. You just click on it, you say enable. And then from there, you just initiate it by saying, Alexa, open hand wash jukebox and, and you're up and running. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Lucy, what, what, are there, tell us a little bit about the artists that are included in the handwashed jukebox and maybe others you recruited to join with you. Um, well, Lisa Loeb, <laughs> she, uh, she actually won the Grammy the year before I did. And um, she, did you know that she does family music? I had no idea. I, yeah. I do remember being, she's actually still part of playlists that I hear all the time. Right. 
still name, does. Household name, really, for people in my generation, no doubt. Yeah, she still. Uh, so she does adult music as well, and she does. Uh, she has two kids, and she she does really wonderful, wonderful songs. And um, we did a a show together. She she recently sang for an album that I produced for another artist, and um, and we did a show together on Zoom, uh, and she played this one song and uh i'm like this would be a really great song for for hand wash jukebox and so i just reached out and she was so so excited to to be part of it it was resounding yes um some others uh alphabet rockers uh they're they're really great uh also family music they do hip-hop um and uh, they stand a lot for social justice and, and togetherness. And um, one of the songs uh, that you are not alone, I really like that touched me so hard in the heart when I heard that. And I'm like, yep, that's, that's what we want to hear right now. Like, uh, and of course, Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats, um, again, starts out with no fun because that's what Darius and I do. I told him, do you know how long? <laughs> you got to wash your hands for and so from then on we uh i built the track it's called do you know how long and um so again it's just whatever we can do to make the the time just just go by without you well, feeling we it. we are certainly impressed we are really grateful to have some of your time uh and we're really uh i think in the same community as you wanting to promote this sort of tool. And I, I really applaud your creativity and your wherewithal on this. Um, thank you, Daniel, Lane, and Lucy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> For the Voice of Healthcare podcast, we'll see you next time. Woohoo! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right.